2024 is here, which means new year, new you. No matter what your resolution may be, make sure you look good while doing it with our brand new line of second wind hats, hoodies, t-shirts, and more over at Shark Robot. Want to lose that belly fat? Wear your fully ramblematic hoodie and laugh at an industry that never learns anything. Tee hee hee. Oh, my sides. Planning to eat healthier? Cook up a meal fit for Dabarella Yeatster and an entire D&D group with your adventure is nigh jumper. Want to read more books? Go to the theater in your backdrop t-shirt. Movies! They're just like books, but better. Want your voice to sound more like Frost's? Well, that's probably not gonna happen, but look over there. It's a cold take hat. Head over to sharkrobot.com slash second dash wind or click on the link in the description to check out all the new merch today. Act fast because some of it is only available for a limited time, just like our fragile lives floating on a rock in a void of nothingness. How peaceful. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Windbreaker Podcast, episode number 10 for Monday, February 5th, 2024. I'm Marty Saliva, joined by Frost and Nick Calandra, and of course, producer Eric. Yahtzee sadly could not be here today. Uh, his power has been out since last night. Bad storms in the Bay Area. No power for Yahtzee. He tried to put uh, Toffee on a hamster wheel to power a generator, and Toffee was not having any of it. So, But luckily, we're joined by the Toffee Chimera there in the corner. I hated that, Eric. I hated that the so much. Chimera. I hated it's, that it's so, so creepy. much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Yahtzee is feeling better. He should be back on Yahtzee Tries on Wednesday, and of course, back on this show uh, next week. But thank you all so much uh, for tuning in today. Uh, we have a great show for you if you're tuning in live or on your favorite podcast service of choice. And uh, remember that supporting us is supporting uh, independent games media, which we really appreciate. So you could do so over at our Patreon or by hanging out in the comments here and, and plopping down those super chats, which we get to in the back half of the show. Uh, because today we got a doozy. We got a doozy of a pickle in terms of uh, our, our topic today, which is when is the game over? When for us, like when do we, when, what do we feel about being like, all right, I'm done with this game. Is it when credits roll? Are we post crediting? Do we have eternal games? Have we, have we finally learned the, to, to fight the demons of the sunk cost fallacy and just be like, you know what? I'm not having fun anymore. We got to leave. So uh, I guess right off the bat, uh, uh, Frost, what uh, for you, when is the game over? The game's over? Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. This can be weird because Nick and I both, I think we, we tend to play those forever games. So there are no credits that will <laughs> say you're done, you know? And those kinds of games, it's somewhere after the wife's left, but before the kids are gone too, right? So that seems to be the sweet spot for me. Um, the deadline, that's also a nice one. Nice, nice tacked on one. But that's for more um, the extremes. For me, as soon as I'm not having fun, because I think it's for okay. the best. I leave amicably, and this can be for like... Um, Skyrim or whatever. Some people leave like, oh, that's it. You've ruined it. That's I've had enough of you. Me, I go, I'm not having as much fun as I'd like to be having. And maybe and I want to give you another chance later on. I used to be like very like, oh, I gotta try it now because I didn't believe that games reheated well. And and like I'm gonna try it again later. And I was like, nah, this you don't is... think you don't like games as leftovers? Yeah, no, some some games just don't reheat themselves well, especially because like a like, I didn't vibe with it the first time, and now I know exactly what chapter one's going to be, so now I'm, like, doubly bored, right? I'm going to yeah. have to slog through to get to the more exciting stuff, so now it's it's starting at a worse spot than it was before. So for me, it's just as soon as I'm, as soon as I'm not vibing it, genuinely, that's, that's just it. As soon as I go, not having as much fun as I could have, definitely not sunk cost fallacy, because that's, if people go, oh, I'm going to be here until I get my $50 back, I go, I will pay 45 to stop right now. <laughs> I, I will it. double down to yeah. get my hard-earned time yeah. back absolutely uh, uh nick how about you i'm kind of like a, um, 
I feel like the odd one out on this because obviously for the last few years I've been using that uh, that Twitter thread to basically track the completed games I've been de- finishing, uh, and I, I <laughs> had a problem a few years ago where like I had a really hard time finishing games that I was that weren't like linear adventures or or open worlds that are like at least digestible and not just endless. Like I don't know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey comes to mind for that. Uh, but this year I've kind of taken a different approach because I've learned I, as much fun as I've had doing that list, I've kind of gotten stressed out because I'm like, I'm pushing myself to complete games that, eh, you know, I, are enjoyable, but then I kind of burn out on after a bit. Um, so now I'm kind of back into my problem that I had before where like I was playing tears of the kingdom and made like 50% finished 50% of the game. And then other games came out and I'm like, Oh, I should go back and finish that at some point. I was enjoying that, but now I'm onto this new thing. Um, so it's kind of, I don't know it, it, for me, it's, it's kind of difficult. And I assume you're going to have the same answer because, you know, you and I play a lot of the newest stuff to kind of keep up with these conversations on Twitter and everything and not finishing game means you get attacked for being a games journalist and, you know, never completing the games you start and all that kind of stuff. So I just don't tweet. So no one attacks me. That, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Marty's got that loophole there. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, and well, I have also, photographic evidence of all the games I finished because I had a head injury, and I'm like, I'm going to play all Spec Ops today. <laughs> that, that too. Did, you, did you just play that the other day again? I played the entirety of it yesterday on stream. A nice four-hour <laughs> single-sitter. See? Love me my single-sitters. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you, chat was putting some bad emotes during white phosphorus scenes. I'm like, oh, we, should not, we should not be having fucking Fozzie Bear show up during white phosphorus. Oh, he does not belong ex- there. I was expecting it, your pizzazz like, uh, the white phosphorus. But uh, as far as this year goes, though, I've, I've been better about like, you know, a lot of these indie games I'm trying for like my backlog editor series is like, eh, you know, I enjoyed that. But do I enjoy it enough to like sit through and play another 10 hours of it? Nah, uninstall. Move on to the next thing. Yeah, it could be it could be tough. It's almost it's funny that Yahtzee's not here for this one, because when is Yahtzee done with the game? And it's when he starts production on uh <laughs> On, on on slightly uh, yeah fully <laughs> ramblematic and then moves on to the next one so like Yahtzee yeah. has like probably the most regimented answer of possibly literally anyone I know because <laughs> I think Yahtzee might be the only one who's like these are the four days I play this game and then it is out of my yeah. life uh, out of sight out of mind um, but bringing up sunk cost fallacy is interesting because I understand where it's coming from if uh, you are someone who uh, is on a limited budget. Like when I was a kid and I only got one or two games a year or one or two games for every half year, like no matter what the game was, I'm like, this is I'm going to see this through because this is all I have. Like, what else do I have? Um, and, And if that like. $20, $40, $60 $20, $40, $60 purchase is is very meaningful to you. I understand being like, well, I got to I got to put in that time because I put up that money. But, you know, at this point in my life, my my time is so much more valuable to me than my actual money. So, I kind of give it like a sniff test. It's almost like food to me. Even if I spent a lot of money on this thing and it starts to smell a little bit off, I'll just throw it away and be like, I don't want to I don't want to deal with the repercussions afterwards. But there's also to me some cost fallacy isn't just tie it isn't just money you spend. I also feel like if you really love a series or if you are really excited for a thing, then you can almost feel like I love Final Fantasy. 16 came out. I'm not enjoying it, but I got to keep going because I love Final Fantasy and that's my thing or I was so excited for the new horizon game and it came out and I'm not vibing with it, but I was so excited for horizon that I just got to keep pushing through it. And that's, <laughs> I don't know. That's something that, uh, that it's a hard pill to swallow. That's uh, 
Yeah, it's a. I think you know we're gonna have a more unique perspective on it just because mm-hmm. our hobby is our job, and so yeah. you know, can we really give our final thoughts on Horizon, you know, Forbidden West, unless you finish it? Debatable. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think. Um, I don't know. At least, at least since moving to Second Wind, I don't feel as constrained to that anymore because, like, we're not tied to SEO or traffic and having to finish those games. So that's that's the personal side of it, or the business side of it. The personal side of it for me, at least, is the stress in the back of my head that I didn't finish this thing that I started, and I hate that feeling. <laughs> is it like you're less of a gamer? You're less of a man? Not, not even no, no, not even less of a gamer. Not even less of a gamer. It is like part of that fallacy of like, well, I already put you know, 25 hours in the sure. tears of the kingdom. Is it, wa- it, did I waste my time by not finishing it? A, but did you have fun? Is the thing. Did you enjoy I, that? I, first? I, I did, but now I'm stressed. That I didn't finish it. Like oh, waste God. your time. Like you don't like, like uh, Miyamoto is not going to come to your house and hand you a, like a certificate. He's not going to yeah. be like, congrats. You rolled better. credits on tears. Of the kingdom. I'm very proud of you, Nicholas. Um, I got a retweet like, from Kojima for finishing Death Stranding. That's like close no, enough. You, you got a retweet because you gave it another shot. You came back in open-minded. It's not No, like you got a retweet shit. because you used the word Death Stranding in a tweet, and Kojima will retweet. <laughs> 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 Don't take my certificate away from me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Like... Chat, I'm you even curious. You don't, get stressed, you don't get stressed by like not finishing a book that you started or finishing a TV oh, series. Different, I think, I think Actually, no. other media are different, which Wait, is why? weird, but I do. Um, well, okay, so movies. If I start a movie, I'm going to finish it. I I can probably count the movies I haven't finished on one <laughs> hand. But you, it like, wouldn't stress you out time. if you watched an hour and twenty minutes of an hour and fifty minute movie, and you didn't ever. No, I would it? just finish it. I don't like when I sit down I with a movie. I, down and I, I finished it yeah. because it's a single sitting thing, which is or smaller. Yeah. 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 Um, but shows and books. No, I, I, there's plenty of shows. I'm just like, I'm just going to bow out of this. I'm either not enjoying it or I'm kind of seeing the writing on the wall. I know exactly what's going on or other things take, take uh, priority. <laughs> um, books. Usually when I start a book, I finish it and not even, a. am just very particular in what I, I don't, uh, take a lot of chances with books. I'm yeah. very, uh, I do the research and I know I'm going to enjoy this thing. Whereas like with games, I'll be like, well, let's see what's going to go on here. Like Frost, you and I are talking about playing 10,000 demos uh, for Steam Next Fest stuff. And that's easy because it's easy to play a demo. And after five minutes, if you don't like it, just putting it down. But um, yeah, I don't know. There's something, games games feel different to me for some reason. Than is, it an, is it an exterior? See, this is interesting because like you're, you're recovering from this, Nick. That was kind of like your, your new year, new me kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like is, is where, if you could put a face in this Rorschach test, right? If you could put a face to the anxiety that is like, oh, you didn't finish. Is it you? Is it the crowd that we're dealing with? Where, where does this come from? Is it just within you the whole time? I, I, I think Cat it's most, Hill. I think it's mostly me in that um, might have Again, like I, I think it's kind of tied to the business aspect of it. Of you know, you want to talk about a game, but do I feel like I can talk about it accurately without finishing it? Mm. I don't, I don't know, because like you know, whenever you, if you do a traditional review, uh, uh, you know, any review like of a full product, the very first thing people will be like, oh, "Did you finish the game? Did you finish the game? Did you finish the game?" Oh, uh, you played forty hours of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but you didn't get to the end you can't review it then it's like that's that's stressful on its own that's fair. But, for, but for me i find it i i just find you know that that, it, that video i edited uh a week ago or two weeks ago now was like 
that was cathartic for, for, for me because like back at Escapist and everything, I was just so stressed. I felt like I couldn't write an article. I couldn't finish a game or whatever because I was so stressed. I was I was literally those last few weeks before everything imploded at the Escapist. Like I was literally I could not play a game without falling asleep. That's how stressed I was. Uh, so finishing finishing that video was cathartic and like, oh, I sat down, did this thing from start to finish. And so when I was super stressed at Escapist and, and under that under all that environment, like just sitting down and completing a game, even though it was like five hours, just felt good because I was like, okay, I can add something to I did this list. I finished it. So was, we can expect yeah. you that you're going to finish Suicide Squad Kill Justice League? Fuck no. <laughs> no. So See, what? The, like, why, why does that get a pass? That's the thing there where it's like... It's I a live service game. is never done. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, that, that's one thing. I mean, that, that, to me, though, it comes from like, do I care to be a part of this conversation, you know? Like yeah. uh, the Star Wars crowd, I don't really, I don't really care to talk to any of them. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cram those down my throat. Um, survival crafters, I'm more pressed to finish those one because I like them a lot, and then two, like, want to actually have proper thoughts on them, outside of just like, oh, you play this Final Fantasy or no, Sea of Stars, right? Mm-hmm. I got about eight hours, and I was like, it's good. I had a good time. I left amicably. And I have not given a, a straightforward opinion. No one's come pressing like, yo, where's the cold take for Sea of Stars? I was like, I, you know, they, that's not necessary right now, I guess. Yeah. Part I of it that's it, like, that's yeah. not, a, your identity hasn't been like, you're not tethered to certain kind of franchises or things like right. that to where it's like, <laughs> we need to know what Frost thinks about blank. Like, I don't know what would be. Spike. Yeah. I, no. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Spike it's not too. wrong there. He's yeah, like that, that might be the one, but um, I feel like you've you've uh, <clears throat> talked about and championed so many different games uh, since since I've known you that like you know obviously everyone's gonna go to Yahtzee because they know he's such a huge Silent Hill fan to be like, what do you think of Silent Hill Two by Bluebird Team? That kind of thing, and so that's a like his his uh, uh, crown of thorns to bear to have to uh, <laughs> you know play through that and give everyone his opinion. Yeah. Which spoilers probably not gonna like it. Uh, I, th- I think part of the uh, feeling pressed to finish things is what drew me to begin with. So I'm mm-hmm. highly selective at the start, and that like gives me a higher ratio of actually finishing the, the blasted thing. So I, I guess it's just, yeah, if I came in with no expectations and nothing changes, like that's, that's a good one. But if we're, if we're talking duty bound, 100%, and I've asked you guys before, I'm like, how, how much do normal people like, go into a review for a piece? I was like, I, I have to finish it, because what if? that's that does weigh down on me like what if like but i've weaned back a little bit because i see it like food what if 50 percent of what you ate was trash and then it just gets absolutely delicious right well that's just a horrible experience that's something yeah, that's just a, you know, yeah, no, yeah. Like, well, i think I, I think that's the uh the nice thing about now that second win is like people well like yes the thing about our team in general is like people are here for the personalities and not so much like ooh, did you give me the most fleshed out objective based review on suicide squad they're like you know they know what our tastes are did you did you play suicide squad for two hours yeah did you enjoy it no are you gonna finish it fuck no (laughs) like you know that's kind of i think at least on the business side we're kind of at that place too it's it's funny though because there are a handful you brought up hades which you um did your cult take review of a little while back and Mm. there are a handful of games to where i don't know if someone played I'm I'm about 20, 25 hours into like a dragon, 
infinite wealth. I have my opinions on the game. I have the stuff I like about the game. I have the stuff I don't like. I'm going to keep playing it, but I don't feel like my opinions are invalid on it because I haven't finished it because I'm going at my, my, at my own pace. However, if someone is like, here's my opinion on Hades, I've only, I only got to uh, beat my dad once. That was, and then here's my opinion on Hades. Or I here's my opinion on Nier Automata. I only got the A ending. Right. Or I, I saw some people when I did my bite size on Highland Song say I, I I made it to the lighthouse. The game's nothing special. Or Void Stranger be like, yeah, I put about an hour and did some puzzles. I don't know. There's nothing special. There are certain games where I'm like, it's shitty to say, but until you get to a point, you actually haven't played the game. And I know yeah. that could be a shitty yeah. thing. And it's not even a, oh, it gets good after 15 hours. It's just, you haven't gotten to the thing yet. You're still in the waiting room of the thing. And I understand if you're like, my time is precious. I don't want to have to play through the same near four times in order to get to the thing. But I'm like, well, if you haven't, you kind of, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't care what you think of near at that point, because you just, you can't engage in the conversation because you haven't even entered the, entered the building yet. That's right. <laughs> See, that's why I don't even bother going in there. Like with survival crafters, I know I'm going to be there until when, whenever the loop starts to open up and I've got a good decent chunk of it, right? I think there was even a comment saying that, like, yeah, 60 hours seems like a reasonable amount of time to just start getting through the, the early opening bits and whatnot. And there's some it's games. Like, world. Yeah, you put yeah. that much time into Power World for your review. And like with JRPGs, and you guys even tell me, I ask you about the Yakuza games, and you're like, I don't know, 20 hours maybe until you kind of see that first. I, I like to call it when the, the loop finally returns. Sure. Like finally, yeah. I've seen one, and I'll take maybe two or three, but some, they just open up slower. That's mm-hmm. just how they go. So I kind of like don't, don't really jump into them to begin with, so it's easier to let go. But yeah. I, I'd say if I have a hard out, it's like, show me the first loop. If I don't like it, I'm just gone. Yeah, some of, some of those games I feel like, if you're if you're not enjoying the taste of it after you know one run through it's kind of hard to con- consider mm-hmm. going again i i don't know for me like i i i'm that guy i only did the a playthrough of near uh but i didn't love it enough to like care enough to go back and experience the rest of it and that one's so, a weird one because that is a strange game to where you roll credits and a message from the developers comes up that's like thank you for playing near we encourage you maybe try to play it again and see what happens. And I'm like, you just shouldn't have done that. You just shouldn't have rolled those credits. You just should have been just, like, should have just rewinded everything. Yeah. I see credits. I checked out up the title screen to be honest <laughs> and been like, Oh, that was all the prologue. This is when the game actually begins. But like, I don't know. I totally understand if you're like, well, I don't like, I'm not vibing with this, this, you know, anime bullshit. And I, I the, the, the combat isn't doing anything for me. And I'm like, those yeah, one out. Nuns. If you want to, if you want to, you can have to, everyone, are the robots and near nuns sound off? Are they nuns? They're not nuns. They nuns? They're dressed a little you know, bit like nuns. Um, after KC finishes Devil May Cry, I feel like KC should go through near Automata. All the endings. There you go. All, all the endings. endings. I mean, like, it's, it's going to sound like a broken record at this point, but <laughs> like when you get to the end of near, you're like, oh, this is the smartest thing anyone has ever done with video games. Like this is, <laughs> you're, like, you're on a, you're on a different level. Whereas if you play the A ending, you're like, all right, I got a, I got a semi chub. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now, though. Um, but yes, if you, I, for me, that, that is my golden rule. I see credits, I'm gone. And you're like, Whoop. all right, I don't care if I'm not done or not. I, to me, I'm done. <laughs> Do you guys consider yourselves uh, completionists at all? In any uh, in completionist, just the term, not the man. We don't need to get into that. Oh, but uh, <laughs> like the in terms of like. 
I see people in, in uh, Discord and stuff, and people in the chat being like, "Oh, I just keep. I'm not really digging this anymore, but I gotta get all the achievements. I gotta get all the gotta get all the trophies. Like I got it, man. And this one's a real pain in the ass, so I'm taking a I long have, time. Does that mean anything to you? Because I have gotten 100 achievements in exactly one game, Rainbow Six Siege. Sneaking. Damn. Sneaking. <laughs> it had, you like, had to have gotten 100 <laughs> achievements and more than that. There's certain games where you just finish it, you get it. I there's one. Yeah. Okay, there's one achieve. I have one achievement missing in Siege. I have not gotten it yet. But SPC yeah, no, no other, no other game of it ever bothered. I I used to care about achievements when I was growing up as a little kid because that's how you get addicted to games. And then I realized I was going for points that gave me no money, and I was like, Nah, fuck that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, like when I'm old and decrepit and on my way out, I'm not. <laughs> I really don't think I'm gonna go. God, I should have 100 Assassin's Creed. Why didn't I get those flags in Damascus? <laughs> I'm not gonna feel that. Like not not at all. I, I, I'm just there. I'm genuinely. I guess I'm a, a more a little odd in that I am like the hedonistic critic. And the I'm just here for a good time, man. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like I checked out of a game too early, I almost feel like um, what is it? What's that thing when you withdraw from a court case because you're too? Is that what recuse Stain? yourself or something like recuse? that? Recuse, yeah, from a jury. Yeah, I'll recuse you myself. Racist, the, you can just oh, uh, <laughs> I love jury duty. <laughs> but yeah, like in um, was in Sea of Stars. Um, my opinion, I felt it was it was worth it to anyone who was like, oh, I also don't like RPGs. How was it for you? Well, we can relate to each other. And me saying, eh, pretty solid eight hours, even for someone who doesn't like it. But if you want a serious opinion, I was like, no, fifth. I played the fifth. I've, I didn't really finish it, didn't really finish it proper. I'm only here to like, have a great ball in time. Game, game over. Credits, I think, used to be my... For like, I guess like Far Cry, that was my goal. Actually, that's that's why it clicked with me the second time. First time, I was like, I'm gonna do everything, all the towers, I'm gonna shoot everything, yeah. unlock the will to beast, uh, foreskin wallet. But now I'm like, I'm just gonna yeah. roll the credits. I'm just a straight main storyline. <laughs> yeah, and that's a good wallet to be. To be it is. It's yeah. the most capacity you can get in a game. Which yeah. Is like, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's like so much open world bloat is from all that content that just amounts to collect this to get achievement See, is, to it, keep is it bloat or is that or was that me i generally i went in the first time i hated it because i did go so like, oh, the bloody tower and i was like, oh there's a side quest over here when when you're at the buffet you don't have to eat the salad you can there's no rule against just piling meat on the plate it you get weird looks but this is the thing against it really uh korean barbecue you can just eat meat the well, whole heavy. time Having played uh, Suicide Squad, like oh. the amount of the amount of time people are putting into these open world games to do those things, I'm starting to think might be skewing developer perception of like why people are playing these games in the first place. Because, yeah, are they like, playing it? Are they doing it because they enjoy it, or they're doing it because that's what you're giving them? It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like Suicide Squad, at least, is maybe the first game where like it's been so egregious about it where within you guys are on stream with me in the first two hours you are doing open world event style missions that have no mission structure no uniqueness to them no nothing it's just collect this do that collect that like people have been so focused on like chasing these objectives for non-scripted non because everybody's like i don't want linear i don't want scripted anymore you know, we've gone like complete open. It's obviously a tangent to the discussion, but that's part of the like the thing that makes it really hard for me to finish a lot of games. Now it's like just a lot of this stuff isn't fun anymore. It's like and it's not that I don't enjoy games. I love games, but I, I 
rescue three people and put them in a van on rooftops in Suicide Squad is about the most boring mission design <laughs> I have come across in a AAA game in quite some time. It's an interesting yeah. one, then, in that sort of same vein. Um, unless you had something to go with that, Marty. I was thinking, oh, so, so it's not just bashing on the, like, game's over at the credits. What games do, like, what games do entice you to go beyond the credits? Surely, like, we've all had that game where it's like, oh, I'm going to go back and maybe 100% it, or maybe there was something else to look at, or, like, what drives you to go beyond the, uh, like, credits are rolling? Are you waiting for the Marvels scene at the end? You know? Yeah, I mean, that's the interesting thing, is I appreciate a game that has a very clear point of no return and tells me when that is. Yes. Uh, the most recent example, uh, I, I was finishing up uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, and there was a bunch of side quests I didn't do. There was a bunch of areas of the map I hadn't explored. There was a couple challenge rooms that I didn't understand how to unlock. And you get to a point where you're like, oh, this is it. You're about to fight the big bad. Do you want to go forward? And I stopped for a little bit, and I was like, no, man, yeah, maybe I, I the, some of these challenge rooms were really fun because I know when I roll credits, I am probably done. I am like tapped out on the game. And that doesn't mean I want to roll credits right now, but once I see those credits, I get I have very little desire to go back into that world to do anything. And that doesn't mean I don't want to do all the stuff before the credits, but like I wrote a piece a few years ago about how when I hit that point of no return in a lot of uh in a lot of RPGs, I get this sort of like I used to get this kind of like paralysis where I was like, well, I need to do all this. I need to get a gold chocobo if I'm going to fight Sephiroth and I need to get Knights <laughs> of the Round because what, well, I need to get everyone's limit break because what what's going to happen if I don't go there with that? And then at some point I was just like, just if like, is, is breeding these weird birds bringing me joy? And if not, just go and fight the dude and go and go kill him. Um, I don't know, Nick, like do you, do you futz around in, in open worlds or anything like that after you roll credits? I think the only games I've done that in are like Elden Ring because I could go back and go to the dungeons that I hadn't completed yet, and they're all like super unique, fun areas to explore. Uh, I think I went back in The Witcher because I liked a lot of the side, like the side quests were actually mm-hmm. good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I not not that many now because like yeah, her, her Horizon Zero Zero Dawn is like mm, continue after the credits. I'm like nah, Forbidden West, same thing. Just as much as like those those worlds are super pretty, like the gameplay just never hooked me enough. So I think it's just a case by case basis. If like I finished a game and like I was unintended finished with it, I guess is what I would say. Like Elden Ring, you know, Elden Ring was a game like where I really wanted to go see that entire world. I love that game that much. And I'm like, I'm willing to go right back after the credits and keep playing again. Uh but more often than not, like, you know, I'm at, I'm at that point in Infinite Wealth of Yakuza right now. And there's just so much. And I'm like, a lot of these, a lot of these side, like a lot of the story bits and all that are just these little conversations that you run into, which I know people that are like super heavily invested in the series love that stuff. They love the character building and all that. I'm just not that invested in it. I like the general, here's the plot and I want to follow that and then finish the game up. So yeah, you know, 99% of the time, if it's like, do you want to continue? That's at the end of the game. If I'm if I'm like, yeah, I'm at the end of the game. I'm ready to go. Don't ruin my pacing. Yeah. <laughs> ruin my you, pacing. Like, you guys are fans of, more so than me, fans of uh, your your rogues, your deck builders, your dice builders, um, your, your spire slayers, your your um, those kinds of things. So, like, what is it about those? Like, when is a game like that done? 
is a game like that ever done? Like, Nick, you're still playing Marvel Snap. That's not a game that's ever done, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and like even, you know, you brought up roguelikes, like those card games, that's part of the loop is just going back again and again, even after you roll credits the first time. But those those are so like, I, maybe the best comparison is Nier Automata, where like to finish that game again and again, what it's like a 15, 20 hour time investment where I can finish like three rounds of Slay the Spire in an afternoon if I want. But when so, is when is that done? When are you like, I've done it. I've slayed the Spire. Oh, I don't oh. know. I've never gotten to the complete. I've never yeah. gotten to like those games are like you unlock everything. You unlock the cards, you unlock all the enemies, you unlock all the player, the characters you can play as. So there's something like even if you finish the game, there's still things to unlock to unlock more gameplay. To me, it's kind of like, you know, are you ever really done going to like a restaurant that you enjoy, right? It has this sense of like, I'm here, I had my meal, closure, and then when I'm feeling it, I'll go back to it. So it's, it never ends because it feels like it does. If Like after I, I got a winning run, or I'm just going to play for an hour or something like that. It's because it doesn't press me to continue and push on and complete it that I can finish and come back, which, which is like, I don't, I don't know it almost sounds backwards in that sense like slay the spire you can do i don't know 20 ascensions i forgot what it's called you can go for all of that but in the end because roguelikes are so like run based and they're so quick they're just mm-hmm. easier to come back to because it always does feel like it's over it, it, it feels like that that joy of revisiting a game you can get the, the sooner a game is done the sooner you you can now start the clock for the separation so that you can go like oh i'm, I'm feeling a bit of this again you know because like if you if i finish um I don't know, Witcher, how long before you play Witcher again? Sure, you, you'll get that itch again. But so with Rogues, it's like, oh, I played it just two weeks ago. I'm feeling that itch again, you know? So right. that's what I miss about games like keeping their scope in check. Because like, <laughs> I used to be able to go back and just replay the Halo campaigns, whatever I wanted. Or yeah. the Uncharted 1 through, you know, Uncharted 2 and 3. I have no problem playing those over and over again. Even the first Last of Us, I have no problem playing again and again. But like Last of Us Part Two, I want to replay, and it's like, oh, I got to put twenty five hours in this thing. Like, oh yeah, twenty five. Yeah, because yeah. I don't remember how long that game was because I played it in like two sittings. <laughs> yeah, like a, me too. Like, a, like in a squalor. Like I was like, don't look at me. <laughs> I need to see what happens at the end of this game. And so, like, I feel like it was all a fever dream. Uh, like, that is a long campaign. That is like maybe twenty yeah. twenty five hours is exaggerating, but fifteen to eighteen hours at least. Yeah, like you can finish most Uncharted 2, 3, Last of Us, and probably 8 to 12. Yeah. I don't know. But you know, again, that's that's an us thing because we have so many games to check out every week that it's hard for me to like consider like sitting down and replaying a game I've already finished. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but then you have, you know, we talk about people's forever games. Like, Nick, you are playing, you keep playing Marvel Snap. You keep going back to, to um, Rainbow Six. Like, Yahtzee talks about how he rolls a new farm in Stardew Valley every once yeah. in a while. Casey is constantly streams Smash Brothers once a week until the heat death of the universe. Those aren't games like I'm trying to complete, though. I'm just playing yeah. them because I enjoy them. Yeah, but that's... So there's no end to that enjoyment? There's no, like, 
I guess for us, you maybe that's a good point you made of like if you have a place where you're a regular at and you keep going yeah. back, no one's ever like, why do you keep going to the? You're not going to the cheesecake factory because you want to finish everything on the menu. You go to the cheesecake factory because oh, like I do because you like the. <laughs> you're going to get your <laughs> 200, I have 250 items. I'm going to have one of each eventually. <laughs> yeah, I stopped, I stopped going to Kidoba when they when I have to, when I walk in there like we know what you want. I'm like, okay, I need to stop coming here. I need, or you need to find another Kidoba. I love being around regular with the name the food after me because it yeah. just it keeps it getting that same thing over and over i love it you want one of those one of those columns at cheesecake factory to be like molded Yo, in your bust yeah, name it after just, me. See, that's the, that's their problem on the wall or a big spender nickland because yeah. cheesecake factory represents a very finite amount even though it's like it's 250 it feels more like the original pokemon and we're like there's 100 okay cool mcdonald's yeah. i don't know how many items they have but i've got like just three three that i go through and that's sure. it but yeah. it's also like depending on the game, like Casey with his fighting games, that's more like a guitar. Are you ever really done learning the guitar? Yeah, yeah. Or like a sport or like yeah, I'm getting into running. I don't have a, like a goal, yeah. I'm just gonna keep running every day. Um, <laughs> like Snap Snap and like Siege feel like new games every season to me, because they change the meta up every new season. So you're constantly relearning re you know, relearning the game as you play in some form. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it's uh you know those I think forever games and then like the sunk fallacy or sunk cost fallacy of actually completing games, two, two separate things for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we, we touched on it earlier, but there is, uh, I, I find something really nice about a game, like a single sitter, a game that it can, I can complete. I could sit down and I could play and I could see it's ending in that exact sitting. And that's something like, you know, journey or, or spec ops or, uh, a short hike or Firewatch or even the um, Silent Hill thing that released uh, last week. The short message is like a ninety-minute, two-hour game. And you just you see it through the ending. And I don't know. There's something nice about just it, again. Maybe that comes from because I'm a I'm a you know I, I go to the movie theaters every week to see something. It, it reminds me of that. It reminds me of sitting down and being like, this is the entire experience, and I can go out to dinner with someone or get drinks afterwards, and I can talk about what this thing is. And mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, I've, I've been playing it over the course of weeks and weeks, and I've already forgotten what happened in my first playthrough. Maybe that's my memory, though. Um, I also, I have games that I'm not afraid to start. Don't tell anyone I was afraid to start them because I'm not afraid to start them. Uh, but games I'm weary of starting because I know I, I need to like set it needs to be in the right mood. Yep. Not like a weird yep. sex thing, like with the candles and rose petals and stuff. <laughs> but like well, Alan, Wake oh, 2, <laughs> Alan Wake 2 is a game I haven't like I, I, I feel like I'm going to love this game. I have so many things people have said. I'm like, this is I'm going to love this game. But I'm like, I need to wait until the time's right. And I don't know when the time is going to be right. And I feel the same way about was, Undertale uh... too. And I don't know why. Time is right now for Alan Wake 2 because you're going to get in a big spoilery script from Java soon. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you better run, Marty. <laughs> well, he was so good about not spoiling anything in his Outer Wilds video. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So yeah, there you go. Maybe that is the reason. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything like that? Do you have any, like, not uh, bucket list, but games that you're like, I'll get to this eventually, but, like, I, I need to, the, the, the mood needs to be right. That's like, it, that's infinite, kind of like old it, games. Yeah, Infinite Wealth was like that for me. <laughs> oh, really? Because like, it, yeah, when I play a Yakuza Yakuza game, it's a, like I have to, for whatever reason is, I have to sit down and complete this thing over the next few days, or I will never finish it. Kind of thing is what I know of myself. And so, like Infinite Wealth, I have, I was at like twelve hours last Thursday, and over the week, and now I have thirty five hours into it. I'm like, oh, what did I do? I, and I'm like, oh no. Um, so, how many Sujimon do you have though? 
I, I'm not. I, no. <laughs> doing how, many, how big is your Dundoko Island? The, the only reason I did anything with Sujimon was to get my one of my stats up so I could be the samurai job. There you go. <laughs> and then I spent an extra five hours grinding to get a stupid sword. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks, Yakuza. You got me. But, um, yeah, I think for me, it's not so much a, a, a mood. It's more of like just, all right, I'm. I'm sitting down, I'm putting my time investment into this thing, and I'm not leaving until I'm done with it. Yeah. Unless I have put other on, responsibilities like taking a shower or letting the dog. Put on your gamer diaper. And you're like, this I put on my gamer diaper. diaper. Got the Mountain Dew, got the dogs like leashed up and ready to go. I'm like, all right, it's time. Uh, <laughs> my game back to it, Frost, are you done oh. with Power World? Out of curiosity. Um, kinda. Her girlfriend's gonna start being, it up, so I feel like I'm gonna no. play with her. Like even after my sixty hours, I put in another fifteen with friends who hadn't played it. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, girlfriend's gonna really play too, probably even more, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's it's just that's just my genre. I don't know. I could play that all the time. I always say your your genre is not the one you love. It's the one that you can still play even when you're like, oh, I'm so sick of this. And that is for me, roguelikes, survival crafters, and these new bullet heavens. Where I'm like, I'm at. 200 i don't want anymore but as soon as you get me in front of that as soon as i see it just go tink 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 all right i'm here locked in (laughs) so like that game though um it's funny you mention it after after she's done playing it i probably won't touch it again until it's it's actually done right and then yeah yeah and then i'll just go for the ending and then you know see how i feel on that but no my my like i'm scared to get into it is Baldur's gate 3 that that is looming man because i know i'm gonna have to put some time into it and i'm afraid of if a game if i receive a game as middling not to say the game itself is middling but you don't just it's it's like a personality test it's like dating you don't get along with everybody with a nice face and they're like oh my friends say all great things about her we just don't vibe that way right yeah yeah and i'm afraid of just being stuck in a room together and just like yep so you eat food yep (laughs) like yeah. You eat food. You eat food. Yeah, yeah. I eat it all, all the time, three, yeah. three times a day. Baldur's, so, Baldur's yeah. Gate Three is one of those games that's stressing me the hell out right now because, like, I'm at Act Three, I'm ready to finish that game, and every time I sit down to play it, I'm like, I have so much more to do. <laughs> see if it's stressful. If if, but I love the game. With, with I enjoy it. Like I enjoy it. Yeah. It's just like it's just the time investment. I'm like, I got all this other stuff to do. I got all these other games to catch up on. Like. Uh, I'll find time to finish this at some point. And it's just like, for me, I, it's just my gaming habits is like, I just, when I sit down, I just got to like basically commit to it or I won't do it. Yeah. And that's more, that's more of like a, I think that's more of a personality thing of like, just, I think that's the way I am with like a lot of projects is like, I need to basically like lock myself in a room and just do it. <laughs> and I don't even have ADHD or anything. I just get sidetracked. <laughs> It is, uh, I'm, I'm just, again, I'm just here for like, I want the strong emotion. So what I kind of do is I have this list of, of games I feel I should have played as I'm fleshing myself out. So like, you know, uh, Bioshock 2, I never played it. I feel like I should, right? So I have a few hours where I'm, I'm just like, it's my catch up time. Mm-hmm. And it'll always be the same two hours in the day. And that's devoted to that, whatever. But if there's a game that I just have, that just comes out and I absolutely love, it's going to be prioritized over everything else. Like right now sure. I'm feeling I should probably try Dragon's Dogma and crack out a review for that before Dragon's Dogma 2 comes through. But I'm also looking at this list and Nightingale's coming out, Pacific Drive's coming out, Sons of the Forest is going 1.0. Those are those are just going to be all like the same day or the same. They're week? like all the same game and the same yeah. day. Yes. <laughs> No, but just, I know those the, are just going to eat my time. 
Yeah. I was, just, I was just thinking about like people that are subscribed to Game Pass probably actually feel like more like games media than they might realize. <laughs> I have all these new games to play. And I can't get to them. What am I doing? <laughs> oh, I yeah. Then you wake up and you're like, well, Persona 3 is here. Maybe I should. And then <laughs> yeah. there's always this looming like well, yeah. they might take it off at some point. And so, like, yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that too. Like, I know I should play Persona 5. Right. I just feel like you, you got to play the Persona 5 if you're going to be in this space. And maybe that's just a me thing. I feel like you should. I don't yeah. know when to you're get gonna, going into you're it. You're going to be with us. Yeah. <laughs> because we won't shut the fuck up about it. Um, so. Yeah. Well, like with Baldur's Gate, like you said, uh, maybe you could have the final word on it. You didn't have the first word on it, but you'll have the final word. You wait until everyone is done talking about it. Give it like a year or two. And then be like, all right, I'll have the final word on it. Mm-hmm. That game, though, like the systems are so heavy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've, yeah. Those are the ones that are just terrifying to me. Yeah. No, and so you. I'd rather not start them than, all right, I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3 until I hit the credits, you know? Because <laughs> I feel like that's yep. a disservice. You know? I, I think people, if nothing else, sure, it's nice to be timely. Uh, it's nice to do your duty, but I feel like more than anything else, people are just curious to hear what you really enjoy, what you're really passionate about. Mm-hmm. And they can tell the difference yeah. between like, oh man, I haven't slept and it's great versus like, hey, right, if I <laughs> finish this game, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I know when I'm enjoying a game because like I, I my, my sleep schedule uh, has just gone back to like at 11 o'clock, I'm tired, I'm ready to go to bed. I don't want to play a game or anything. I just want to either watch an episode of a show and then go to sleep uh yakuza infinite wealth like my my roommate goes to work at three in the morning uh because he works a night shift at a at a uh, furniture mart and uh <laughs> sitting down here playing infinite wealth last time i looked at my clock it was like 11 15 and all of a sudden i hear like him in his work boots upstairs like what fucking time is it oh it's 3 a.m <laughs> should go to bed and that's how i, I knew noticed, I, I was enjoying I that when, game when a nerve in my hand starts hurting if like it's a big week, I'm, I'm not going. I play. I played so much, and I got like a nerve in my hand that hurts. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Pink, pink okay. goes on the fritz. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, we can uh, jump over to to super chats because there's a lot of a lot of great little uh, talking points here where we'll mm-hmm. jump off into other conversations. So uh, yeah, remember everyone, uh, get your super chats in there, your donos. Right now, all of them are going towards uh, our big GDC plans uh, for March after we film Adventures Nigh season four. Uh, uh, folks will be out in San Francisco and we'll be making uh, Yahtzee go outside and speak to video game developers and show things off. So pay money if you want to see uh, Yahtzee forced outside of his home and into the, the scary wilds of San Francisco. J-Mate's uh, going too. And J-Mate's going. There you go. And I'm Where going. British Invasion. No more well, you're not part of the British Mexico. Invasion. None of them are part of the British Invasion. No, I'm part of the uh, Midwest Invasion. That's worse. That's true. What, what a terrible invasion. <laughs> uh, right off the bat, Drew, thank you so much for upgrading your membership to the Green Gang and Quintuple A with a $10 dono. Thank you so much. Okay, Eric, didn't think you would do it. I believe that's in reference to that ah. terrifying chimera that Eric has created, the, the Toffee Calandra. That's right. I mean, you know, like he's, not, you know he's not going to like that. Yes, he's not going to. That's what you looked like when you were playing games at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jack. Bug guide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, Jackson Jewel with a $10 dono. Thank you so much, Jackson. I almost always have to finish a game. Even if I'm not having fun, I want to see it get better. Most recently, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. I fell in love with the last third. Have more money to finish my sentence. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I do agree. Like For me, Crisis Core is a funny one because that is a game that for me came together at the end as well. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, are there games you guys can remember pushing through and then looking back on and being like, I'm glad I did because when yes. I was when I thought it wasn't worth it, it turns out it actually was to get to a certain point. Entropy Center. Oh, 1, interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of like, meh, sure, at the start. Middle bit was very dry, very dry. And I honestly, if it wasn't for me having to do a 3 or more on it, I probably wouldn't have made it all the way through. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, this game is just amazing near the back end. It all just comes together. Yeah. Phenomenal. I think that might be the only time. You're like, why didn't they? I don't know. I guess there's always that fear of we can't release something that's three or four hours because people will get mad. So we have to pad things out in the middle. And that's why you get middles of games that feel kind of soggy. See, it's funny because I feel like (laughs) I I feel there's no way this was intentional, but I feel like the middle part was just so clean, so well made that it, it, it came off as incredibly sterile, right? It's like you're in a hospital. For the middle bit of it, that's that's what it feels like. But then in the in the back end, I feel like they were either getting tired or something because the the puzzle started getting a little sloppier, which let me solve them in more interesting ways than what was before. It started to feel more like that uh, that little immersive sim, the Mona Mona Lisa or Lisa Mona. I forgot what mm-hmm. it's called. <laughs> and I'm like, this is cool, and it ties back into the whole idea of entropy because it's essentially portal. But if you can solve it, if you can solve a chamber in different ways, you create more entropy. But mm-hmm. the, the first bit, they're super rigid. In the, in the end game, they're super sloppy. And I'm like, oh, man, I could just break this and get on this. Cl- I'm clipping into the wall right now. I don't think I should be doing that. But it, it just yeah. ties into the narrative. And I was a, almost, the way that people talk about Outer Wild, that, that's how Entropy Center near the ending was for me. Interesting. Yeah, so that was the one time I'm like, okay, I'm glad I stuck through. And it kind of stays in the back of my head. But also that game was like, I don't know, five hours. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a that's I'm not real doing that for like a fifty hour. Bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if about I'm not you, feeling? Uh, if I'm not feeling, uh, is it Ragnarok? I'm not. I'm not gonna keep going. I'm just gonna step away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking back through my completed games list. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami. Um, that one, that one definitely for me got better in the second half. Yeah. Uh, I would also say uh, Death Stranding is probably the biggest example. <laughs> like the first quarter of that game is very ooh. and then and then you get into the groove of it and you're like all right i get it i love this but again thank you Hideo Kojima. thank you yeah. for bestowing death stranding 2 on us finally another game in the beloved strand genre yep i've death watched that trailer yeah. so many times it is <laughs> disgusting how many times i've, I've watched that death stranding 2 trailer that man uh, that man and his goddamn well, baby well, what about you uh, marty any <sighs> any redeemers any any late bloomers I'm going to be honest. Uh, the first time I played Persona 5 was a late bloomer for me. Ooh. I tried to play it at launch and Ooh. it didn't It didn't do anything for me. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, again, it came out right in the afterglow of Breath of the Wild. And I was like, this, oh, isn't, this isn't doing anything. This is tough. Like, you uh, call like, this a dungeon. <laughs> you call it. <laughs> Uh, and I just it didn't it didn't click with me. Uh, and I, I put it down after a few palaces. And then I don't know. I kept hearing people talking about it, and uh, they were like, "Oh, but it's like a, 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 a it's JRPG." But then you also like hang out with your buds. I'm like, "Why the fuck would I want to hang out with my buds? I have real buds to hang out with." And then <laughs> I, I find I don't know. I can't even. I don't even remember what it was. Maybe it was just the right mood of finally playing it, and then you had that Danny DeVito like I get it moment where I was like, "Oh no, I get it." And then I finished it, and I'm like, "I need all of it now." And then I went back and just started devouring, you know, Persona 4 Golden and the, the dancing games and the dungeon crawlers and the fighting games. And I was like, oh, this is this is an unhealthy relationship. And that unhealthy relationship has blossomed into true love. 
So mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Voitech. $10 dono. Thank you so much, Voitech. I always, uh, I used to always 100% games, but AC Valhalla broke me of that. Uh, yeah, AC, AC Odyssey. If that didn't break you, Valhalla would have done that. That being said, Valhalla, Valhalla did have better side quests. Did it though? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't I'm thinking back to like Odyssey, like the, the philosopher side quests were actually quite funny. <laughs> But yeah, I guess I thought you were gonna say the Velociraptor side quest, and I was like, oh, that was in the game that that would have made the game immediately better. But yeah, Yeah. like about the Hella added some like between uh the main campaign and then all the stuff you do in Asgard, and then all the like that game ended up becoming games in the service with all the expansions they did. Yeah, like I I tried to play the there was like an Irish expansion, and I tried to go back to that, and I did it for a while, and I dropped it, (laughs) just can't. Is Assassin's Creed the one that cures everyone of their 100% completion? Uh, Odyssey, like Odyssey was the first, like Origins, I felt like it was completable. Odyssey was ridiculous. And not only because there's so much to do, but because the map is so spread out because you have to sail everywhere and the sailing in that game is not very fun. (laughs) I like the the idea that um, we're all kids who snuck cigarettes in, in middle school and Ubisoft found out and was like, here, smoke the entire pack. No. We're like, I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> smoke the entire pack anymore. plus like 10 more packs. <laughs> I won't do it anymore, I promise. You're a, you're a chain smoker 24-7 and you Jeez. will like it. <laughs> That's a great ride coming this fall. Uh, Hroth87, thank you so much for the dono. Uh, I tend to like early uh, I tend to like early games, so I seldom finish Civ, Total War, or RimWorld. On the other hand, the long uh, at the look at long games can almost keep me from restart uh, restarting it. So you tend to like early games. So you like the early portion of the game. Like you have fun in the like setting like things up portion. It starts of the game. dynamic. They're they're easier to vibe with it. But if it starts a little slower, like Civ, and you know you got to set up the pieces, they probably don't prefer those. Which yeah, yeah, I kind of like just get me to the meat, and I then think, uh, introduce the sides. Yeah, when am I? cardinal sins as a gamer too because i guess we brought it up earlier but we didn't really get into it um was like after credits right a lot of these games now have after credits and their entire end game the whole point of the early game is to get to the end game yeah and i just i have never jived with that (laughs) everybody's like and you know the end game the end game the end game like i i i I don't know (laughs) it's funny because yeah that's an that's like an mmo term these are these live service games just turning into mmos yeah, well, that's like, you know, it's a topic for another day, probably. But like, you know, like live service stuff in particular, like, I don't think live service as a concept is bad. What's bad is the execution of it and all of these grindathon mission designs that are no, there's nothing memorable about any mission you do in Anthem. Like if anybody's played Anthem, there's not one memorable moment in that game. No one actually played Anthem, so yeah, it, it, it was a game bad. that existed, but no one actually yeah. played it. It was very yeah, Suicide Squad is going to be the same thing where everybody like there's cutscenes. I'll remember that Penguin cutscene because that was funny as hell. But as far as gameplay, not a single thing I remember from it. Going back to Uncharted, I remember every scripted moment in that game for until as long as I live. Falling out of a plane, falling out of a train, falling out of a tree, whatever it is. Like and just falls a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, he does fall a lot. He does fall a lot, and he slides on his ass a lot and goes no like, no 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 yeah. <laughs> That was my Nolan North impression. Uh, apparently, extended. but apparently, like you know, sorry, to, like going back to Destiny, like it, the end game of that is the whole point to get to the raids and everything, which are part of the end game. Like it's just such an investment to get to stuff like that. 
Yeah, I just think it's the like you consider it an investment, other people consider it the journey. You know, it's the same thing, like, you know, the amount of time you've had to put into Siege to get to where you're at now. Like, other people would be like, what the fuck is that guy doing? Like, why are you playing that game so much when there's other (laughs) games that have come out? And so it's like, uh, get like i don't know like like literally every discussion we have on on any of these shows it's one of those like ultimately boils down to teach their own kind yeah. of thing but yep. That, yep. it doesn't make for the most interesting uh interesting discussions nope um extended club mix with a five dollar dono thank you so much extended club mix sorry video games but the stories are never interesting enough to get to the end the story flow of a game is so different than movies and books yeah uh, i don't think never that's a that's a hard use of the word uh, never. Because mm. I think there are some games where the stories are absolutely worth getting to the end. Like the Nier. wrap of Oh yeah? Which which ending? Yeah, you gotta get that ending E. Oh my god. Don't worry Everyone about the ones has... after E. Those are goof endings. But yeah. somebody, uh, somebody said somebody said there was ending M. How many endings is that game? Does it have 26 endings? Is that what it says? Yes. Yeah, but Jesus. some of them are goof ones you can get by like you can load up, you can look at your inventory and you have like a, a CPU chip in there. Yeah, and you and can, just if you right unequip the, the CPU chip, your character just dies because like that's their, <laughs> that's like their power source. Yeah, uh, right. You an ending there. So, uh, the the A through E endings though are the actual like playing the game through endings. Gotcha. Um, I think there's plenty. I think there's plenty of games with with great stories. You can like I don't know. I think The Last of Us is worth playing for its story, and uh, you know I think a lot of a lot of RPGs are, and then a lot of indie games are worth playing for it's their such, story. So such an on the whole. Well, I What's think that? The Last of Us is worth playing for its story, whereas I'm here like, I'll wait for the show. Understandable. Yeah, because <laughs> the show is probably a better rendition of the story than than the first game was, in my opinion. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's kind of just how you want to experience your stories, I think. You know, uh, yeah. Last of Us. I mean, I like the gameplay of Last of Us, I think. You uh, know. If, yeah, if I'm done with it, I'll just like, all right, I'm enough of that Wikipedia plot. Neat. <laughs> That's sure. That's yeah. just how it goes. So I, I can I can definitely feel that, but yeah, like you said, some people want to feel play a tangible ending to their story. Yeah. Yeah, and I just played the Spec Ops line yesterday and that game like that's a that's as as good of an anti war story as as we've had in anything over the past fifteen years. So it's good game. I will I will te- I will say though, like by and large, a lot of video game stories incredibly forgettable. Um, oh yeah. At least so. their endings. I would like it when they end on a high. Like Far yeah. Cry Three, I went through, and the ending compared to, I guess it would be the second, the second act where you end up killing Vaz, and I'm, I'm like, that's it, that's the thing I was most invested in. But you're telling me there's still more? <laughs> like, why, why am I still here? <laughs> it just could have ended right there. So, like last, <clears throat> last campaign that I feel ended on, a, on just like, just like that was Modern Warfare Three, the old one where Captain Price just chokes him out, and I, that's it. Has a cigarette, boom, we're done. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I think. Stories were better when the, especially in the triple A space, just when the games were shorter, didn't have to plot everything out, like, <laughs> or pad a pad everything out. Just, yeah. I don't know. Like, every every story I remember from a big triple A game is relatively short, maybe aside from some of the longer ones, like Ghost of Tsushima story, I remember, because that was a great, great story through and through. But uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, I remember the big, I remember the big story beat. I don't remember, like, how I got there. Ghost of Tsushima, I like remember beat for beat what happened in that game. It's funny. I really enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima. I could not tell you a single thing about what its story was about. So I do not remember anything from the story. I, re- I really liked it the entirety of my playthrough, though. So mm-hmm. I just remember like hanging out in, in hot tubs 
just lounging, <laughs> lounging naked in the middle of yeah. the woods. It was great. Uh, J- even Jason, Jason, one uh, says OG Modern Warfare two, Modern Warfare three, and such good action movie endings. Yeah, yeah those <laughs> they, they old Call of Duty games had great stories to them too. Like Modern Warfare two, Modern Warfare one through three, I think were all very memorable. But I, I couldn't tell you a damn thing that's going on in the new Modern Warfare games. Those stories are terrible. They're not great. Uh, Dr. Theo, thank you so much for the $5 donor. I'm always bad when it comes to finishing games to the point where my New Year's resolution is to beat Persona 5 in 2024. What a resolution it is. I believe in you. Also, make sure you're playing Royal. And also, make sure you look up a non-spoiler guide to how to unlock the third semester because you haven't truly beaten it unless you've played all three semesters. Just like damn it. <laughs> Why would you do this? It's like know. life. I don't, I don't know. Maybe like another pandemic comes around and I'll play Persona 5 like I did with One Piece. It was during the pandemic that I got to catch up on One Piece. You heard it, guys. If you want Frost to play, you better start coughing. Coughing yeah. in public. Just licking everything. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you're on a train, just start licking everything. Uh, Fox D with a $5 dono. Thank you so much, Fox. I love games that are either, quote, session games like Truck Sim Delivery or games where the engagement is endless across years like The Sims 4 and Skylines. Yeah, those almost feel like different. Those like feel like it's kind copies. of never ending games. Yeah, they they feel like less like I don't want to say like a work of art because that's not that's a shitty way to put it. But they feel like if you're a fan of like I don't know a sport or if you have a hobby like like for us a guitar, it's like one of those things that does it. It's just something you do. You like cooking. There's no end to it. You just like cooking. You like playing guitar. Boss of you like watching baseball. Who's Dash the final boss of cooking? Oh, no. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's I, I feel like we most people I think have one of those one or two of those uh, forever games in their back pocket that they kind of go to as like a little comfort food game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wesley Thomas, five Canadian dollars. Thank you so much. I'll sometimes stop playing before the end deliberately so I don't have to finish other games. I entirely finish some I quit midway through. Yeah, I wonder if you you so you, you stop deliberately so you don't have to finish. Yeah. Like, is that like a you don't want to like say goodbye to those characters? Or I was like, going to say in a different context, that would make somebody very unhappy. Uh, oh, hubba, was that a hubba hubba? <laughs> hubba hubba. Oh my god, a hubba hubba. I've, I've never done that with a game. Of like, oh, I'm having a good time, so I'm not going to finish. Yeah, no, no smart games. I did that with the House of Cards after season. One, I think, or two. Like as soon as he becomes president, and I saw there were more seasons, I was like, "No, this is as far as this goes." Train this stops probably here. A good, probably a good move on your part, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Bowing out while it's on top. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I've never not finished a game because I was enjoy because I was enjoying it. <laughs> right yeah, before I, the I, end, that, yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's as weird. much that's as much sunk cost fallacy as I'll have. Like I've gotten <laughs> this far; it's it's just right there. <laughs> yeah, there's like people get anxiety though when you get to uh, it's like a show you've been watching for a decade and it's finally finally going off the air, and you're like, man, this is the last last new adventure I'm going to have with these characters. I feel like there was like a. I think a single month back in 2019 when Avengers Endgame and the uh, Game of Thrones finale aired. Mm-hmm. And like those were big, like obviously neither of those are done done because we have House of the Dragon and 10,000 more hours of MCU stuff. But like it felt like the closing of a chapter on two long form stories that had been with us for the better, you know, the better part of a decade apiece. And so um, I, have, I have I have never thought of it that way. And I'm more worried about being spoiled. <laughs> so I gotta oh. finish this shit. Oh, yeah, it's funny. I'm not. I'm not. Spoilers don't really do too much for me. It's very sensitive. If a spoiler can ru- if a spoiler can ruin a thing, that thing was built on shoddy foundation, in my opinion. 
There you go. Would you kindly? Mm, I don't know. I feel like, like if you got spoiled out of like certain character to have something like Breaking Bad, it would take away the complete shock of the moment. I see. I you know. say that, but like uh, better. I almost said Breaking Saul. Better call Saul. You know, Nacho's going to die. Like some of them, you know, they're destined to die, right? So well, yeah, that's a prequel, though. Pushing. Breaking Bad wasn't a prequel to anything. I, I had no idea what was coming yeah. in that show. Fair. Yeah, but again, if like yeah, if you, thing if doesn't you, hold up, red, you know, red can a show hold up on a rewatch? Yeah. So you say Red Wedding, yeah. but there's people who've read the books. <laughs> well, I know that, but I mean, like for me, I didn't, I didn't start on Game of Thrones until season three, right? And I never had the Red Wedding spoiled for me somehow until then. And when that moment, when that moment hit, like I remember, I remember like just sitting there with my mouth like, uh, and I like went downstairs, my mouth was still like, uh, and the mom's like, "What happened?" It's like I can't tell. You gotta watch the show. <laughs> This, this guy, yeah, no. I, I, you know, I, I, I rewatch shows all the time, and like, I probably liked Game of Thrones more on a rewatch than I did the original time. Same thing with Mad Men, same thing with Lost and the Leftovers. Yeah, but I'll never have that feeling of shock again seeing that scene sure. for the first time. Like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Just I guess it's rather. It yeah, it's almost twice. like. Yeah. <laughs> Not again. Yeah. It's happening again. Uh, Specter Bull with a $10 dono. Thank you so much, Specter Bull. I feel your pain, Nick. Not to plug, I try to finish every game I can at Mojo Plays, but folks forget that games media is kind of forced to move on regardless of completion. You don't get the time to breathe. Yeah, that's respectable. It's it's just one of those things. It's not a thing to complain about the job, but it's just by virtue of the line of work, it's kind of like you need to, at certain points, go with the flow of what the conversation is. And when the conversation is on something, you want to have an opinion on so you want to have played it but then when the conversation's off it you're like oh is my time better spent like frost said preparing for dragon's dogma so i have something to say when dragon's dogma 2 comes out or do i want to just go back to a game that's going to bring me joy from three years ago so mm-hmm. there you go yeah yeah, yeah. To juggle. it's it, yeah i mean the cadence of releases is, is so crazy like shit i remember when i started doing this back in you know like 2009 up until like 2012 like you get a big triple a game maybe every three or four weeks yeah. And now, and, and and especially like indie games back then were nothing really to write home about mm-hmm. until Xbox Live Arcade came around, and so now <laughs> you have interesting releases that are worth playing and talking about like every three days. It's crazy. Yeah. We, I mean, you yeah. just can't, can't keep up. There is no way to keep up. So that's why you have to also like everyone needs to be willing to be like, I don't have an opinion on this. I don't have to have a take on everything. Yeah, that's the freedom from that. I think no, that's why we. Like that's why we have a. Dead. That's why we have a huge team at Second Wind, so we can have opinions on everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but also, if no one is like, at a certain point, am I just going to make? It, am I going to like pretend to care about this Xbox news that's going on? Because I don't. I'm like, if they go, if they stop making consoles, whatever, that's fine. Just fucking put it up. Just I don't care what box I play this thing on. Just make a game. Just give me a game. The, the, the pressure's kind of gone too now that uh, like YouTube, like content creators who only play rogues or they only play Final Fantasy games, right? Like, you want a proper opinion? Go ask that guy. Yeah, you, know, you don't yeah. have to get it from me. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm more willing in that regards because I feel like I'd rather have a strong opinion on on any one thing than like oh, yeah, I played it, I played it because oh yeah, so I don't end up taking it out on everyone. I was like, I played it. You better ask me so many questions yeah. about this horrible game. <laughs> Put forty hours into this. Yeah. Better get my time, my my money's worth. Yeah. Uh, Math demigod with a five dollar dono. Thank you so much. Uh, how about games that have no end, like MMOs and live service games? Does some cost fallacy keep us playing forever? It's also tough when people, oh. if you've invested money and time into something, if you've like been like, I've spent hundreds of dollars making this character, 
And like, is it harder to be like, I'm done with it? Cause you're not only just throwing out an experience, but you're throwing out, like, it's like cleaning out your closet and throwing away some of your clothes and stuff. Um, or the steam backlog, which everybody uh, has a gaming PC knows about. <laughs> I clean mine out. Yeah. It will always fill back up. <laughs> nope. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's different than, like, I've put 400 hours into this thing, so I feel like I need to keep but going. in Steam sale, you invested $200 in 40 games that you'll never touch, and every, sure, yeah, <laughs> every person yeah. knows what that's like. It's yeah. like, I spent all this money. Oh, I'm never going to get to these games. Immediate, yeah. immediate stress. You're yeah. like, that. <laughs> See, so that two, that's 200 bucks I'd put into the bookstore or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Steam, uh, Steam has awesome. completely capitalized on the impulse buyers. Yeah, and also the, fear, also the fear of missing out. <laughs> yeah. uh, extended Club Mix, $105. Thank you so much. After 100% reviews uh, should all be like, I liked the game until I had to spend equal to the game's length doing chores, and now I hate it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> if you look back at a game and you're like, how much of this did I actually enjoy? And that's not like a, you can't use math to cut something up like that, but you're like, if I put 50 hours into a game and only enjoyed myself for 10 hours of it, like, can you actually recommend Something that feels that, um, I don't know, that bloated. Yeah I, I, yeah, I will never, ever, ever get behind the cost per hour fallacy. I will never get behind that because I would just yeah. feel awful about everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I understand if you're coming from a place where you don't have a lot of money, but. Yeah, yeah. But also, if you don't have a lot of money, you're probably way more selective about the game you play. Like, I'm There's also just buy Call of Duty. Well, yeah, yeah. but like, you know, people that are, I think a lot of people that are like super selective about their money because I have those friends, Call of Duty, Madden, you know, they're free to the Fortnite, whatever it is. And those are the games they stick with them. And you have to do some heavy lifting to even get them to consider uh, a single player game that they're going to spend 40 bucks on that they may or may not finish or enjoy when they can just spend $20 on your $10 on Lethal Company and they know they're going to get 10,000 hours of playtime out of that thing. Jesus Christ. See, I, uh, buy, I buy horror games and I'm usually done with them at around two hours, like whether I finish them or not. But that's, yeah. it, that's, just, how, that's just how it feels, I suppose. I'm just like, I already paid the money. There's no getting it back. I'm not going to like commit to esports and try to make thousands of dollars of, on, on a team or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if, if nothing else, I think that should be an interesting talking point, like, like you said here. After a 100% review, it's more interesting for me to hear someone go, I loved it so much, I 100%ed it, than just, yeah, I 100%ed it, you know? Yeah, like, that to me is great. If you, like, still, and if you're like, I did every single thing in this game, and I had a great time. And I'm like, that sounds great. Absolutely do that. Yeah. Like, if that's, well, that's, that's what's bringing you joy, and it's not like I felt a compulsion to do this. Yeah, well, that's, and that's like people like that get on game reviewers for not completing the game. It's like they clearly didn't enjoy it enough to complete it, so that should tell you their opinion on it. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Uh, uh, Horth, uh, back with another dono. Thank you so much. Talk to LTT. They root for you when you come up. Uh, that's referring to Linus Tech Tips. Oh, and, uh, I yeah, know who that they, was. yeah. Somebody, somebody highlighted that we were. They mentioned us on the podcast the other day, and they were they were pretty. Surprised by our numbers because on their first when everything went down, they were kind of talking about the numbers on the escapist and had some uh, opinions that didn't really make sense. Well, actually, they echoed opinions that would have come from our corporate owner at the time. <laughs> Thank you, Linus. 
you're my second favorite Linus after Linus from uh, from Peanuts, the boy who carries a blanket behind him. He's my number one Linus. Uh, King and Commoner with a five dollar dono. Thank you so much. I nabbed one hundred percent in Breath of the Wild, and it made me almost rush through Tears of the Kingdom because I didn't want to do it again. And I love I, again the greatest troll job in in video game history is that if you get one hundred percent of the Koroxes in Breath of the Wild, your gift from Hestu is a little piece of shit. It's a little. It's like literally, it's Hestu's gift, and it's just a, a little turd. And that's all you've done. You've done it. You've done the hardest thing in Zelda history. Here's a little piece of shit. That's great. That's what Nintendo truly thinks of us. And I like it. Let me tell you, that's the kind of relationship I like having with Nintendo. (laughs) Just like Nintendo beating you up every once in a while. Exactly. Please, sir, may I pre-order my Super Switch now? Uh, Humane Shield with a $10 dono. Thank you so much, Humane Shield. Uh, Games that have ending locked behind paywalls or extreme grind walls. Is a company milking a fan base, and most of those endings have little to no effort put in them. Uh, That use, I feel like that's not a thing that pops up a ton anymore. I mean, recently we have the New Game Plus thing with uh, the deluxe edition of Like a Dragon uh, Infinite Wealth to play New Game Plus, which is Stupid. stupid. That's just stupid as hell, in my opinion. Why don't I just start a save again? Because <laughs> uh, you don't get to like unlock. You don't get to like play with your. You know, you don't get the new new game plus perks. I guess. Why yeah. Would they? Yeah, and also like to me, that's just like I get starting to get greedy with their people's interest in Yakuza in the West. Oh <laughs> yeah, get more money out of persona. The DLC yeah. server persona is not worth the money, and I buy yeah. it every time because I'm an idiot. You. Uh. Yeah, but they used to. I remember the endings locked behind paywall things. Like that was, there was a point what, in the 360 what? PS3 generation that that was a big. Uh, Asura's Wrath famously has its last couple chapters that were DLC. Like really? it was just the ending to the story. Yeah, yeah. Oh. like real, some real crap. What? What other? Are there other examples? I don't remember a lot of games locking their endings behind a paywall. Aside from their, uh, ep- their epilogue chapters. Yeah, epilogue chapters, which yeah, were like yeah. quote unquote the true endings of the game. I think right. Dead, but one of the Dead Spaces did that. Um, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy X Two again. Oh, a lot yeah, of it, there was that. There's that point in the generation, like the late aughts, early teens. What can we get away games from? Were, yeah, games were uh, seeing how much they could get away with, and uh, I think luckily that's mostly been. Uh, Kind of straight to the wayside, so yeah. Uh, thank you so Shadow much. Shadow Mordor, Shadow Mordor tried to do that. I don't remember that either. I don't remember anything. If you finish the game, you'd know. I, I, well, I finished <laughs> the game, I just don't go ever go back to DLC campaigns. Really, I think the only DLC campaigns I've ever like gone back to do. I know I did, I think I know what they're referring You're referring to a Dead Space was uh, the Awakening or whatever from uh-huh. Dead Space 3. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, but yeah, I don't really go back to expansions very often. I'd like. Bethesda's expansions are usually their own self-contained things. The Witcher expansions are their own self-contained things. Yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was a very, very specific time. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. Some real, some real horse hockey, as Jesse would say. Uh, Toad MZ with fifteen Australian dollars. Thank you so much. Hey crew, my brother warned me not to watch the new Death Stranding trailer due to it giving too much away. One of your thoughts, surely Godzilla wouldn't tell us anything that we shouldn't know, right? Uh, the trailer is incomprehensible. There's a couple things like about like uh, BB. There's there's a like spoiler in there for that. But I think that's about it. And even that without context, you would have no idea what they're talking about. I think the, the things people don't take is is spoilers are spoilers with context. Um, yeah, there was a yeah. moment in uh, Javed's uh, Good Blood video on learning to love the Outer Wilds which we said is spoiler free. There was a moment in there 
and a few people complained that is a spoiler and that was only people who had completed the game and <laughs> loved the game to be able to know that the thing is important because yeah. if you're not it is not that is just an image that's what to me all these images in Death Stranding 2 I'm like some of these might be from the end game some of these might be spoilers but to me it's just a cacophony of insanity that, and that like, I like insane. the vibes of that cacophony that drives me insane when people do that in the comments. Like, this is a spoiler. It's like, people that have not played the game would have no idea unless you tell them yeah, it's a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they won't I mean, remember you're, either. You're spoiling it for them. <laughs> yeah. It's just that righteous indignation of, pop, pop, I'd never. I'll quit yeah. you. <laughs> pop, pop. Uh, John Connor, thank you so much. Five Canadian dollars. Uh, do you think people don't get into gaming because they're scared of sunken costs, even if they enjoy any gaming they have experienced? That was um, Nick Offerman's experience oh yeah <laughs> too much like, banjo kazooie <laughs> he said he would never he was afraid that he would just never do anything else so he stopped gaming <laughs> yeah my dad did that. that my dad got addicted to halo at one point <laughs> i gave my i gave my I, I gave my extra disc he played it like every night and then he finally just one day comes into my room with a disc in hand is like i had to uninstall this you gotta take this yeah. away from me <laughs> yeah you gotta, you gotta, we can't do this <laughs> and that was the one time i connected with him on video games <laughs> there you go uh denmark with five dollars taking time away from persona i appreciate it denmark my friends are all into Baldur's gate and i'm the only one playing the silly persona game you know what denmark i'm also playing the silly persona game and not playing Baldur's gate so there's dozens of us not as many people who are playing grand blue fantasy relink I don't think I said that game's name. Fantasy? Yeah. Fantasy? Yeah. What's your fantasy? To be blue. I'll let, you, I'll let you have that. There you go. Uh, superb owner with a $10 dono. Thank you so much. I like Guess the Game because I can get that sense of completion satisfaction on a daily basis. Looking forward to when it finally catches up with every game ever released so I can finally roll credits. But then you know what to go do? Just choose six, uh, six images from uh, different images from a game. You just reuse it. <laughs> New images. Um, I like Guess the Game too. I wish I wish that could be somehow. Uh, I feel like whoever makes Guess the Game deserves to be paid. Let's, let's buy say. it. Let's buy it from them, like New York Times bought Wordle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it We only give you a hundred dollars for it. Oh but. no. <laughs> uh, witticism with a ten dollar dono. Thank you so much. Unless I really don't enjoy a game, I will languish. It will languish on my hard drive for years until I go back to finish it. There's a sense of satisfaction I get from finishing them, separate from how fun they are, which I get. Like there's yeah, a nice being able Marvel's to be like, Suns for me. You didn't finish it? there. You all no. need therapy. No, <laughs> we do. That that that's one of those games. Like I enjoy it. God, it doesn't get boring. <laughs> is it a generational thing? Because I love when, like, we, we make plans, and obviously I love going out with friends and stuff, but if any of them are like, oh, rain check? I was like, oh, no. So back to bed. You know? <laughs> I'll make plans just to cancel plans because it's that I, cathartic. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I, I used to be more um, feeling the need. Uh, so I'm more, uh, I, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've... I've learn to just be like if something's not making me happy i could probably just excise it from my life that's what i'm that's trying became, to do right that's now that's why i became addicted to drugs oh uh lauren ten dollar dono thank you so much <laughs> i felt compelled to play persona 5 royals new game plus because i got the original persona 5 ending on a first go second time got the royal ending and it was super worth it even new game plus was super enjoyable with the different ending so that's another if you're enjoying something and you roll credits and you're like i just want to go back i want to do that again I want to experience that again with with uh, the knowledge I have now. I appreciate that. 
I'm usually not like that because I always feel like I need to jump on the next thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Has there ever been like a single player game you guys finished and then we're like, let's just do it again? Let's just, I mean, let's just roll through this again. It wasn't by choice, but Lords of the Fallen. Because Lords of the Fallen wiped my save, so I lost oh, 30, hours, no. 30 hours of progress and then put 50 hours into a second playthrough. <laughs> so You got lorded. I did. I was not a genuine lorded. But then I created a better character and then I had I was having more fun. So See? I don't know. There you go. Usually a second yeah, yeah. Restarting a game with the knowledge you have after 20, 30, 40 hours means you can usually cruise through those up opening hours pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh Alex to make you do all those walking along cutscenes. That is true. That's never good. Yahtzee's favorite. Uh, <laughs> Alex Augusto with a $2 dono. And then with another $2 dono. Thank you so much, Alex. Uh, how do you feel about Attack on Titan? I still have the final uh, two episodes that I haven't watched. It's finally but, over. Dun, yeah, dun, dun, I should probably dun, just watch dun, 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 dun. it. I, I started that. I got like most of the way through season one. And then I just. Too scary. I just stopped watching it again. No, too scary. I, I, I just like I said, I'm really bad about that. Like I will start something like Tears of the Kingdom, get sidetracked, and then I'm like, I, I want to go. I want to go finish that. I want to go back, and then I'm like, oh, the time investment. Now I'm stressed, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I my thing with with finishing Attack on Titan is now it's been long enough to where I'm like, I feel like I need a refresher on the first 95 percent of it before I go into that last five percent. And I don't oh, think that no. means I'm not going to like go and like rewatch it all. Yeah, but I feel are. like I need don't to lie yourself. I don't think so. I didn't because <laughs> I liked Attack on Titan. I didn't love Attack on Titan. Uh, oh. So like, and it's just long enough to where like I'll go back and rewatch Cowboy Bebop or Neon Genesis Evangelion or uh, like Sunny Boy or Odd Taxi mm-hmm. or Steins Gate a million times. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to do that with Attack on Titan. But I do want to see how it ends. Hashtag Aaron Yeager did everything wrong. Uh, tsunami Doucher. With a twenty dollar dono, thank you so much. I got The Last of Us bundled with my PS4 on purchase. The game had good reviews, so I played it and hated it. But because I'd gotten so far as I did, I kept going to finish it. Felt nothing for the characters or the ending. <clears throat> Just imagine all the fun, delicious things you could be doing instead of forcing yourself to finish games you don't like. <laughs> you could be reading books, getting laid, getting laid while reading books. Oh my like god, the big two. Yeah. The big two, like Oppenheimer, <laughs> while reading the Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, at the very least, the last of us isn't super long, so like the first one isn't isn't terribly long. They had long, to play so. it so they could tell us that in a super chat. Fair, if you fair got enough. it free with a thing, and if everyone, you kind of want to be like, "Am I crazy or is everyone else crazy?" And you get to the end of it, and then you're like, "Well, maybe we're all crazy." <laughs> yeah. Um, Pigeon on BNM, thank you so much for the 10 pound dono. Cruelty Squad's first ending is basically go find the other endings, and the game is so full of secrets and optional areas, which made it the only game where I enjoyed hunting for secrets post ending. I guess there's, yeah, some I, games I think, that's, I think that's, yeah, I think as long as it's tied into the gameplay mechanics, like that's that's fun enough, but you, yeah, you want me to play a secret ending <clears throat> near and I have to go through the same type, same game over and over again, a game. the the credits told me otherwise that's the thing it's like that's the weird one where like if someone every (laughs) to me i'm like everyone's opinion is valid except if you have a near opinion and you haven't (laughs) you have played three because then i'm like well i just don't your opinion is just not valid to me you just i'm just gonna i'm gonna mute you when it comes to near the the real hack for secret endings or different endings and like a mass effect rpg just just save right before that final mission and then just click a different option no 
Well, Ma- I guess Ma- Mass Effect's a bad Mass Effect's a bad the one. I so we have YouTube playthroughs now. Yeah, yeah, I just watched. Your, I got the end of Spec Ops and I was function. like, <laughs> and I was like, I'll just watch the rest of the endings. Yeah. Uh, and it turned out mine was the worst. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, Foxy four five four with a two dollar dono. Thank you so much. On the afraid to start subject, Pathologic Two. That is one of those games people love, and I look at it and I'm like, I don't get this. <laughs> I don't. I don't get this at all. But man, the people who love it, like. A, we need to put that on Yahtzee Charles' list so people stop asking him about it. That no, dark one. And that's him giving what that's given into the Yeah, they, they won't they'll just Give not the ask him about other want. games. Hey, but then he's gonna play it and then they're, they're remember when it. we played Omori finally? And they're like, you didn't do it right. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, uh, and uh Signalis, yep. Yeah. yeah, you didn't do you're it. You're gonna right. love this game. Well, you played it wrong. <laughs> the, the, the amount of people mad at his uh Power World Pal, I had to keep doing a Power World playthrough because he's like they're like you didn't you didn't read all the menus for fixing and building things like he's streaming a game what do you want <laughs> like it's kind of hard also to before read he played shit. it i can tell you he's gonna fucking hate it yeah. <laughs> there's just yeah. certain games yeah. where you're just like obviously he's gonna hate this thing yep uh andrew shug uh new member five australian dollars thank you so much andrew i like buying games but i only start maybe one out of ten games i buy and i complete maybe one out of ten games i start worst gamer toffee the last little, word is just toffee. Oh, a little, uh, this is a little retail therapy, you know, it's fine. There's nothing bad Sometimes about the that, fun though. is just buying the game. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. I got my, I got my fun right there. Don't have buying to a bunch it. of old Dreamcast games and they bring me a little bit of joy in this dark world. I, st- I still have, I still have Destiny in plastic wrap. It was more fun buying the game than actually. Destiny like, one? Yeah, one. Sometimes it's nice. Yeah, maybe that'll be worse some, someday. I have, a lot of games. I have a lot of games in plastic wrap because we like escapists could be hit or miss about review copies. And then I was oh, like, I, I, I like had a bunch of games on pre-order and I forgot. And it just kept showing up my doors like, oh shit, I should probably go cancel those. Then I'd forget again. <laughs> That's why you got to go digital. So never. go digi. You can just buy the day. Never. Cause now, now that those are in shrink wrap and if I never open them, I'll be able to pay for my kid's college with a copy of, Fucking immortals of aviums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Urbanem with 50s. Woti, thank you so much. Urbanem, I'm 40 minutes late to the party, so it may have already come up. I treat my games like my relationships. I'm okay to move on when the spark is gone, but I still stay in touch and wonder how they're doing sometimes. That's an incredibly cute. adult and mature way to think about things, Urbanem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta unfollow that X on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's, okay now now we've gone back to creepy actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. games very much like stocks where it's just um the money i'm putting into it just pretend it's already gone you know just maybe you can make some money out of it maybe you have a good time but n- never go in thinking anyone owes you anything steam steam does add a new hide hide from library function they existed before but now you can just buy a game and hide it from your library. So if you just get the high from buying games, you can just hide it. <laughs> Once you Why would you do that? Oh, that's for like to hide your crankers. Hide like a crank. Oh, well, but yeah, well, it's partially because people were tired of buying those hentai and, and porn games and having them show up in their library. And be now proud. You can, now you can hide your purchases. Yeah, well, what, what? Be, be proud of your nography. I'm not judging <laughs> you. Uh, Ryan Betts. Welcome to Tip Jar Ryan and a $5 donation as well. Long form video essay recommendation of the week for USA heads. Daryl Talks Games closure in gaming video tackles the psychology of the subject. Uh, Daryl Talks Games is uh, incredible. One of, one of my favorite video essays. Um, <laughs> I recommend I recommend all of his videos. Uh, he just had a great one on, uh, on uh, sort of the psychology of additional context 
in games and he he goes into a near uh, replicant and how playing through the game the first time you think things are are one thing and then you play through it a second time and you have new context and you you completely reframe everything you've done uh, oh, so good video so it's a little bit like memento yeah exactly. nolan game that's what i'm hearing. just for nolan's near automata uh, a superb owner with a $5 dono. Thank you so much. Monty Python and the Holy Grail's best content comes after the credits. So glad I stuck around. What an amazing goof. See? I always do that in theaters, too. I don't want to be the first one out. Unless I have to go pee-pee. If I have to go pee-pee, I'll be the first one out of the theater. If I don't have to go pee-pee, I'll just keep sitting there. I like seeing if there's any goofs or guffaws at the end. I like when people thank the state of Georgia. I think it's very nice at the end of the film. Uh, Tommy Salty, Tenzwoti, thank you so much. Not finishing game is a bit like breaking up. They don't all See, have I mean, to be violent, though. You know? I do like I like how both our, our Polish contingency is like very much <laughs> comparing comparing video games to uh, to breaking up, which is great. It's just a very Polish thing to do. Uh, and then Tommy's back with another Tenzwoti, thank you so much. Less weeb shit, more strategy games. I dare you. I don't think strategy games stream well, right? I, no. I played the universe. Um, that was fun. I, I threw a boulder at you. I don't know. I feel like just a bunch of clicking and small text and okay, waiting but you're for things to happen. you're completely missing the strategy of it. Is it fun to watch? It might be it's... fun to play, but like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's, you've got to have games that are like, that are like uh, uh, conducive to the to spoofing and goofing. There's some games that I, I feel mean, like if you have to pay too good, much. There's good goofs and spoofs like, and strategy games when you get completely outflanked and you're like, oh shit, what do I do? My whole world's falling apart. If you have to pay too much to the, pay too much attention to the game, I feel like the spoofs and goofs go away. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like whenever I play those games, I'm already like zoomed in as much as possible. Like, what are you guys doing in there? So I can't imagine <laughs> that watching it through stream. They're like. Ugh. You got flanked so hard just now, I think. <laughs> the, the universe makes fun of you for doing that because the the little the little people will be woohooing and then you like zoom in like and the game like literally says, Oh, I see you peeping on them. Oh, you peeping <laughs> on the woohoos? Yeah. Classic woohoo peep. <laughs> yeah. uh, zoom back then, out. <laughs> uh, then Gildan with uh, our final super chat of the moment with a $5 dono. Thank you so much, Gildan. Uh, some games are unfinishable, like Minecraft or MMOs, and people love them for that, but I think there reaches a point where the gameplay wears out. And again, at a certain point, that becomes like less about gameplay and more, you know, in Minecraft and MMOs, I feel like people use it as a, as a hangout. Also, uh, Minecraft has tons and tons and tons of mods that keep that game fresh for people. So, yeah. modifications, a lot of mods. Um, it's it is. I've heard this plenty of times. It is harder to give up games that constantly have patches because even if it's in a horrible time, you can go, yeah, but maybe the next patch fixes that, or maybe the next one fixes that, and yeah. it can take you a while before you finally actually like, actively give up on it. Yeah, person in games media. I hate that. I hate that that I have to keep hoping that patches will fix a game that might be enjoyable later because I already don't have time to go back to it. It's like when I'm thinking about Suicide Squad right now. I was like, is this game going to get patches to include more scripted missions later? Because that's what Avengers did. And like that has nothing to do with me. (laughs) Yeah, at a certain point, you're like, that's not on me. If if you released the thing and then came back three years later to try to fix it, then. Uh, I don't know. The onus is on you to convince me to come back because yeah. I already I already served my time here. But then you get something like a like a cyberpunk or whatever that feels like it's made an entire 180. Yeah, well, I'm say an entire 360. But yeah, at least that's a that's a game that I I just waited until it was done, mm-hmm. and then I loved it. So 
Suicide Squad is like, well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. I guess it might be delisted at some point, like Avengers was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who who knows where that game's going to be in five years? Uh, that about wraps it up for us. Uh, closing thoughts: uh, Video games are over whenever you want. We're not your parents. We're not your fucking parents. If you want to be done playing a game, just be done. Go find your cops. Can I get you? No cops. There's no game cops. They're watching you. You'll end up in gamer jail. Oh no! <laughs> you Yuji Naka and the one guy named Bowser. Yep. Not Doug Bowser, the other Bowser. I know the uh, comments on those videos is just a way for games media to say give their reasons for not finishing games. I know it's coming. No no but here's this, here's no that's the thing, though, is that give me twenty bucks if they do. <laughs> I'm sure that they will, but that's the thing. You can look on Steam and see how many people actually finish their games. It's not yeah. a lot. Funny enough, it, it actually it feels like people <laughs> who aren't so much in the space they have a very like a healthy relationship with gaming. Oh like, yeah, oh, anybody I'm, I'm having fun. Know. I'm out. Yep, the happy yeah. people are not here. Uh, yeah, anybody anybody that talks about games online or makes money from talking about games online is in a very awful space. <laughs> well, it's when something becomes your identity and you're like, that's unhealthy. It's like distinctly unhealthy to have a piece of entertainment or pop culture be tethered to your identity, whether it's sports, whether it's a movie franchise, whether it's a video game console. That is um, deeply unhealthy, and I suggest uh, finding uh, other sources of enjoyment in life. Like <laughs> Frost. Who has so many sources of enjoyment. Frost, where can folks find you? What should folks check out? All right, go give a look at the old cold take. Have a go. It's uh, played 60 hours of Power World. It's probably closer to 100 now. Uh, and I think the video's only been out like a week. And then uh, we got the old Chronicle. It's a fun time, absolutely. But later we are going to be back to stream. Um, what is it? We're going to stream. Always in mind. Little demo, yeah. Always in mind. Yeah, Frost and I'll be back in about ninety minutes, three p.m. Central, for uh, for uh, for a nice little sponsored stream. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try out some that demo. You guys get to see that. I'm gonna try out all as many as I can get my hands on in these what eight days. We're gonna be doing. We're gonna be doing so many demos. Oh yeah, we're just gonna throw up on people. Uh, Nick, speaking of throwing up on people, what do you got going on? I uh, have got my next script approved from Marty, the man over here. Uh, so I'll be working on that this week and hopefully have it ready to go this weekend. Uh, we are going with, I am going with the name unpacked. I don't remember who uh, suggested it, but I will go check it in the comments and maybe deliver you a steam key or something. Yeah, uh, isn't it literally me? Cause I titled your last video unpacking. <laughs> uh, no, somebody like specifically in the comments mentioned unpacked. Oh, that's a video game and you get steam yeah. keys all the time so let me do something My, else. uh I, you were <laughs> i had that written series the takeaway at uh the escapist yeah. and it was originally gonna be called unpacked but uh it was right when unpacking came out and i was like that's this is gonna be a, <laughs> a monster to google but it's fine unpacking's been years now i like unpacking. and un, un, yeah uh so we're, we're gonna go with that it's on the uh the cost the true cost of life service games uh, so a bit more business talk on that. And I've definitely got my next script in mind with the, all this Xbox news leaking rumor, whatever the fuck's going on with Xbox. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just make sure to check out all of our other stuff. Like we said with our sponsored stuff, we uh, only want to sponsor stuff that's cool. So expect more like sponsored streams on like cool indie games that might be worth checking out. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out for some cool D&D related sponsors with the first new episode of Adventure is Nigh this Saturday. We're there, boys. We made it. Doggy. We made it. We did it. Uh, and then uh, 6 p.m. tonight. or 7, Yeah, 6 p.m. That's 6 right. Uh, Hidden Gems. The crew will be back playing uh, Go Mecha Ball. Go Mecha Ball, which actually looks like a lot of fun. I've, I've been wanting to install that in my Steam Deck. Yeah. 
So there you go. Uh, and then last couple donos coming in late. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for the dono. Can you be my parents, though? Eric, we like to think of you as our dad. <laughs> Eric, you're you're a sh- we call you Stream Daddy in meetings you're not in. Uh, you, you <laughs> Except when stream- you send in donos, then we want to you think put you in da- the corner. Oh no, Stream, stream Daddy <laughs> sent in a dono. I told you not to. Uh, thank you, Stream Daddy. Uh, SVS Guru with five euros. Thank you so much, SVS Guru. Will Suicide Squad even live long enough to release that Joker at Home DLC they announced pre-launch, or will it commit suicide before that? I'm sure it'll release that DLC. Yeah, what, I, I, whether I don't, I don't stuff, think it's going a year or two out. Yeah, yeah. Weather stuff a year or two now from now. Um, that is uh, remains to be seen. And a superb owner with a two dollar dono will second win to be doing a dice award stream. That is the plan. Uh, the dice awards are. Um, I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know when they are. They're, I believe they're in the back half of the month. Uh, so whenever that is, we will plan to do a uh, live watch along stream to that and uh, see how the dice awards are compared to our good friend Jeff Keeley and the game awards. Uh, so yeah. That's it for Frost, for Nick, for Eric. Thank you guys so much for watching Windbreaker episode number 10. Uh, yeah, stay tuned like uh, for Frost and I in 90 minutes, coming back with uh, coming back with our sponsor stream for Always in Mind, and then later today at 6 p.m. Central, uh, the, the Monday Maniacs um, with Go Mecha Ball. And other than that, we will see you guys later. Bye, everyone. Bye.